Today is Monday, October 22nd, 2018. I'm Michael Coyne. You're listening to Liberty Caller. Today, vehement and proud members of the Party of Science, and by that I mean the Democratic Party, took to the streets. And by the streets, I mean mostly their parents' basements and the public computers at the welfare offices. To get the hashtag won't be erased trending on social media. You see, the party of science is very upset because the Trump administration is imposing a new rule based entirely on science. I'm referring, of course, to a memo that was leaked to the New York Times in which it's being discussed in the Trump administration to for purposes of public policy, define male and female in accordance with science. That is to say, males have a Y chromosome and dangling genitals. Females have two X chromosomes and internal genitals. So, what exactly is the problem here? Well, obviously, the left is unhappy. That's pretty much a universal truth these days. The left is unhappy. The sun rises in the east and the left is unhappy. But their issue is right now that the Trump administration in defining gender in accordance with science would be being mean to transgender communities. Hence the hashtag won't be erased. As in, we won't be erased. We, the people who think we are one gender, or claim we are one gender, even though we are actually the opposite gender, won't be erased. We can't be erased by the Trump administration. Well, no, the Trump administration is not attempting to erase you. In fact, this memo being circulated has yet to turn into any sort of policy at all. Nevertheless, you're upset. Okay, look. Let me break this down. Personally, I'm actually fairly libertarian on this issue. I don't care what you decide to be, what you decide to do. I really don't. If you are a man who decides to put on a dress, take hormones, get breast implants, perhaps lop off your penis, and call yourself Linda, I, I really don't care that much, at least as pertains to me. It's not, it's not really my problem. You know, I mean, it's a free country. You can do what you want, and you have the right to pursue happiness any way you see fit. However, it starts to cross a line when you then turn around and demand that the scientific community and public policy need to kowtow to your delusion. You see, Steve, you are not Linda. You are Steve. You can change your name. You can have all the surgeries you want. You're not going to get rid of that Y chromosome. You are still a man. You are still a genetic male. Now, I won't take it as far as some commentators who will like Ben Shapiro, go on CNN and consistently refer to a transgender woman as him, 
sir. I, I think that's unnecessarily antagonistic, but to that end, I'm also not interested in feeding your delusion. I think that we can be polite and civil without having to lose our grip on facts. If you want to be transgender, that's fine. I do not buy into the lie that you were always transgender. You were born into the wrong body. And society needs to catch up with you. No, no, no. You can either seek mental treatment, because you have a mental disorder at this point, or you can decide to live your life as the opposite gender. You can respectfully request that your friends and family and people you encounter refer to you as the opposite gender with the opposite pronouns. But the other side of that is not everyone is going to accommodate your delusion. Not everyone is going to accommodate the fact that you're playing dress-up. Not everyone is going to accommodate the fact that you are living in a fantasy. Now that fantasy may be real to you. You may firmly believe it with every fiber of your being, but if you do, you should be seeking that mental help we talked about earlier. You see, the left absolutely loves science. They adore it until it's inconvenient. They claim that conservatives are against science. They claim that the right is anti-science. Except for the fact that we are the only ones who pay attention to science at all. For example, life begins at conception. Human life begins at conception, ergo murdering human life is wrong from the moment of conception forward. That's pretty straightforward. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. The science behind this? Man is defined as a person with an X chromosome and a Y chromosome. Woman defined as a person with two X chromosomes. Male defined as someone with a penis and testicles. Woman defined as a person with a vagina and breasts. This is not complicated. This is absolutely not complicated, but the left wants to make it complicated. The left wants to make it complicated because they have been arguing the point for decades now that men and women are completely interchangeable. That they are completely interchangeable, that there is no difference between a man and a woman, and society should, re should reflect that. Someone asked me at one point, do you think that men and women are fundamentally the same? And I said, well, well, no, not at all. We are fundamentally the same in that we are the same members of the same species. We are members of the same human race. But men and women are not the same. And I'm not just talking about the bell curve type issues. Men tend to be taller, men tend to be stronger, you know... Like I say, those things are on a bell curve. That varies. 
And I'm not even necessarily talking about gender roles. That gets into what you believe in, what religious or moral theories you subscribe to. I'm not even going to get into that. But fundamentally, men and women are different. Our bodies evolve differently. They change differently. There's a reason for that. Women are designed to bear children. Women are designed to carry children. Men, biologically, are designed more for labor. Men's muscles are designed, generally speaking, to prepare for work and hunting and exercises and activities that we today would call athletic. Part of the issue with the left is they took equality a step too far. Equality and interchangeability are not the same thing. Ask any religious person, are men and, are men and women equal? The answer should be yes. And when I say religious, I'm referring to Judeo-Christian traditions. Obviously, there are extremes, but... As a general rule, you can't pin this issue on religion, is my point. Are men and women equal? Yes. Are they interchangeable? No. Under no circumstances are men and women interchangeable. Can a woman pursue any career she wants in this country? Yes, she should be able to. Yes, absolutely. There should not be any barriers to that. Good thing there aren't. And if you encounter those barriers, there are already laws there to prevent it. Should a woman earn the same pay as a man for the exact same job? Sure. And fortunately, there are already laws in place to guarantee that. But before I stray too far off topic, let's talk again. Let's get back to what we're actually dealing with today. If men and women are interchangeable, and there is no difference between them, so the argument goes, then why not let Men be women and women be men. What's the difference? Why do you care? Well, I really don't care. That's not the question. The question is, if you have a right to hormone therapy, for example, then that's your way of saying you want the government to pay for it. And since the government has no money and the government can't actually pay for anything, that means you want me to pay for it. You want me to pay taxes so that you can live out your delusion. That's where I have a problem with it. But wait, 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 wait! I hear the left already screaming. Transgendered people have a suicide rate in the 60s. In the 60s percent. It's huge! You're contributing to that, Michael. You are contributing to that level of depression and suicidal thoughts and ten tendencies because you're refusing to accept them. No, you are contributing to it because you are, instead of telling them that they need help and helping them to get the mental health services they deserve. You are feeding their delusion, which is usually a byproduct of their depression. Now, this was taken to be psychiatric science until the politically correct community started weighing in on the medical field. 
politics should not dictate science. Now wait, the right says. I've heard that line before. That's what the left uses against us when they talk about global warming. Except there too, the left is actually the party denying science. See, it's convenient to the left narrative that global warming is going to make everything die. That means we need to change our entire economic system and bring about socialist policies. Except for the fact that the global warming science, even if you accept the idea that correlation equals causation and that mankind is completely responsible for it, which, by the way, is a scientific theory that has been completely debunked, there is not supporting evidence of any kind to suggest that we should upend our entire economic system and do away with capitalism in order to prevent global warming. And if you don't have to believe me on that, you can check with the people who just won the Nobel Prize for their research on global warming. But again, I digress. So liberals are upset because the Trump administration is circulating a memo about possibly, maybe, somewhere down the line for some unknown, unspecified purpose defining gender in accordance with science. So the party of science is upset that the Trump administration is considering the idea, not even implementing anything yet, but just considering the idea that they may use science. It's really neat to see what liberals will get upset about these days, because it seems to me it's just anything. It's just absolutely anything. Today we're upset because the Trump administration is considering using science. Yesterday we were upset because the Trump administration denied science. Tomorrow we'll be upset because the Trump administration is clubbing baby seals. The next day we'll be upset because the media refused to report on the Trump administration clubbing baby seals. There's no evidence of the Trump administration clubbing baby seals. But who cares? We want to be angry about it today. So let's be angry about that today. Meanwhile, as the left comes completely unglued, this is a pretty good segue for me to talk a little bit about projections. With the election about two weeks away, it's the perfect time for me to make a few educated guesses as to what's going to happen come November 6th. First projection. Democrats will suffer some disappointments, some big ones. Why? Because while earlier this year I would have said that Democrats are poised for a big blue wave, and Republicans had better buckle up, even in some of those close Senate races. Right now, I'm not so sure. In the wake of the Kavanaugh nomination, people are being reminded of why they, and others, voted for President Trump in the first place. Because as crazy and annoying and ignorant as President Trump may seem at times, the left is even crazier. 
issues like this particular transgender debate just remind everyday Americans, middle America, how disconnected the coastal elites are from them. Just how different the values of the crazies are from the values of your average blue-collar working American. So if I were to guess, I would say most of those close Senate races are going to wind up going Republican. If you asked me to put money on it, I'm not a gambling man, but if you asked me to put money, money on it, I would say Republicans keep the Senate and actually have some pretty solid pickups in the U.S. Senate for precisely this reason. It's not an accident that Democrats, when they win elections in close states, in swing states, basically pretend to be Republicans. When they talk, they talk like Republicans. They sound very moderate. They play down the fact that they are opposed to the right to bear arms. They play down the fact that they want ridiculous science-denying policies allowing Bob to use the bathroom with your little daughter. Because if Democrats run as who they are, they will actually lose, especially in those swing states, especially in those purple states. Because most of America, most of middle America, thinks the most of the Democratic Party platform is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, because it is. That being said, Republicans in the House are having a tough time, and they're going to continue having a tough time. Not because their platform isn't working, but because there is still backlash to this day against President Trump. If I had to make a guess, and it pains me to say it, I think Nancy Pelosi will have the Speaker's gavel come next year. I do think Democrats will retake the House, but it will be a much slimmer margin than they're banking on right now. What we'll see is a divided Congress, which ultimately is not that bad. It's still the Senate that will control things like judicial nominations. So should any more vacancies open up, <coughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <coughs> um, President Trump and the Republicans in the Senate will probably be able to fill that vacancy. But even if not in the Supreme Court, federal courts on every level will continue to be filled by the Trump administration and will be confirmed by a strengthened Republican majority in the Senate. This is what I believe. This is what I would project. Some evidence that in the bigger th scheme of things, Republicans are doing better, especially in the wake of the Kavanaugh hearings and all the nonsense Democrats put this man and his family through, include right here in Texas, where Robert O'Rourke, otherwise known as Beto, to those who have no idea that he's Irish-American and not Latino in any way, shape, or form, is running now nine points behind Ted Cruz, when just a few weeks ago, I was legitimately worried that there was a potential for a surprise upset here in Texas. Right now, I really don't think so. I really doubt it. 
things are coming back down to earth. Texans are remembering why they voted for Cruz in the first place. I would say the enthusiasm is still on Beto's side. We haven't seen a Democratic Senate nominee get this kind of enthusiasm in Texas in a while. But there was a lot of enthusiasm for Wendy Davis when she ran against Greg Abbott, too. That didn't work out so well, either. Wound up losing by, like, huge margins. It was better than double digits. What was it, 20-something points? I, I don't even know. It, 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 was, it was a blowout. It wasn't even close. So I think the momentum is... While it may still technically be on the Democrats' side in the big picture... Odds aren't great that they're going to have a huge blue wave crashing over Washington come November. Those are my projections. Those are my guesses. I will obviously update you as, as much as I can. But thank you for listening to me rant. I'm Michael Coyne. This is Liberty Caller. Please make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find all of those links at libertycaller.net. That's libertycaller.net. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. We're probably there. Once again, I'm Michael Coyne. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.